you know, you, you don't get to orchestrate the news, you know. You're supposed to just be doing it. Oh, you, uh, nice and loud, okay. Frank Chapman, F-R-A-N-K, Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. I'm the uh, co-chairperson and field organizer for the Chicago Alliance Against Racism and Political Repression. Uh, I'm not making a statement for uh, the family of uh, Jesse, but I am making a statement for justice. This is just another example of the Chicago Police Department doing what they do, doing what they do. When it comes to the CPD in Chicago, right. bear in mind. All right, all right. I don't know who this guy is, but he's already broken all of the broadcast rules. <laughs> so as you just heard the news, the whole thing is is that they believe that they went after him too harshly, too quickly, overkill. overkill. Mm-hmm. So forfeit the bond of 100000 There will be no community service. Uh, and as you said, you know, he whether or not he paid those guys to rough him up. I mean, where's the crime? Except if it was lying to the police, he paid the restitution for all their man hours. Well, hardly. But, uh, you know, they, they may have settled for that not to get this dragged in. You probably had this guy we just uh, briefly heard for Chapman from the Black Alliance probably said, we will pick it every day in front of this courtroom. We will. Uh, we will slam the Chicago Police Department at every single turn. We're going to make your lives so miserable. We're going to make this a racist, uh, you know, battle cry. And uh, the police said, we can really can't afford to do that. The city's got enough problems right now. We don't need. Uh, and that's why it bothers me that Jesse will walk away from this because he created this whole mess. Well, you pointed out there's still that letter that yeah. hangs in the balance. We don't know who wrote it, but whoever wrote it. Well, here comes the family. All right. That's Uh, Jesse. Jesse Smollett is about to step up to a a microphone and uh, we'll hear. By the way, the Empire uh, said they're not saying whether or not he's coming back to the show. Good afternoon. Um, to the Good afternoon. Um, today, as you have figured out, the state made a motion to nolly-cross the charges against uh, Jussie Smollett and to seal the record in this case. Uh, we believe that it was the correct result in this case. We're very happy for this result. And we are very anxious for Jesse to get on with his career and his life uh, and to move forward. I'll take any questions. This is not, there is no deferred prosecution. Motion was to Nolly Pross, which is a legal technical term, for dismiss. Why did he give up? Justice Department. What do you have to say to the police department? Uh, we have nothing to say to the police department except to investigate charges uh, and not try their cases in the press, uh, but to allow matters to be uh, investigated, allow the state to investigate and to bring charges and not to jump ahead and uh, utilize the press uh, to convict people before they are tried in a court of law. Inspector, you're right. 
Next question. case and why it occurred. Uh, I can just say but that I'm things seem to spiral somewhat out of control. We've gotten to uh, a result that is the right result in this case, and we're happy for that. Was this through conversations? How do we arrive here? I have no idea. What? Um, plenty of people forfeit their bond in situations like this. Uh, Jussie is, and as uh, if you were in the courtroom, heard the prosecutor say, and we made sure that the prosecution knew. He is someone who has dedicated his life to public service since he was 15 years old. He, he has taken uh, the city of Chicago as his home. He has volunteered in a variety of ways. He is a good, solid citizen of the city of Chicago. That was the comment made by the prosecutor today. I think. And the Ondero brothers said more than once that the $3,500 check they received was for exactly what Jussie said. It was for nutrition and training. They were his trainers. That statement was not true. I don't know where the superintendent got that information. I was not privy to it, and quite frankly, have not seen that footage. So I have no idea where that came from. I Which think is why you should allow investigation and allow the state to to uh, investigate a charge before you go to the press. There are obviously going to still be a lot of questions about this. How I have no idea. Um, you know, I don't have information that the state would have as to why they brought these charges. I don't know. You'd have to ask the state. Uh, the two men who attacked him have indicated that they attacked him. So we already know who attacked him. Those brothers have, uh, well, that's up to the state. Don't you want to speak? Jesse, you want to say anything? No. No. You're right. Well, the two brothers have said that they attacked him. So, you know. Uh, we don't want to try them in the press any more than he wanted to be tried in the press. Um, that decision was made so that he could go on with his life and get this over with and not have to fight and not have to continue with all of the um, disruption to his career. He is, he is a, um, a, a very sweet individual who has for a lifetime dedicated himself to his career, to the public, to children, um, to the movement to destroying in the QIA community. And this was a disruption to that. He wants to get back to it. I'll allow you to hear from him briefly and then oh, we're here going. We go. here we go. Hey everybody. I just made a couple notes. Um, first of all, I want to thank my family, my friends, the incredible people of Chicago and all over the country and the world who have prayed for me, who have supported me, who've shown me so much love. No one will ever know how much that has meant to me and I will forever be grateful. 
I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I am a man of faith and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history and I would not bring my family, our lives or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. So I want to thank my legal counsel from the bottom of my heart. And I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. Now I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life. But make no mistakes, I will always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. So again, thank you for all the support. Thank you for faith and thank you to God. Bless y'all. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, charges dropped in case against Jesse Smollett. He, all criminal charges. His record has been wiped clean of the filing. Um, he was attacked by two people. He was unable to identify. The attorney said, we know who they were. They, well, they have admitted, admitted it. to yeah. it. And yeah. there's video of them. They said he, they, Jesse gave him a $100 bill and said, go buy this stuff. So I guess they can't prove that. And now the check that he wrote was according for, to the brothers yeah. now for training. Right. So judge granted a motion to seal the case. That means we'll never know. That's right. Yes. But and okay, you've got They'll these guys. they fully expunged. The, it, they admitted that they beat him up. So are they going to be charged? Mm, we don't know. After reviewing details and evidence, the state says his work in the community is why they are axing the case. All right. What do you think? Um, uh, follow the money. That's what I think. You know, we'll find out on, by and by. It has everything to do with, uh, first and foremost, I think there was a fear that there would be a lot of unrest, that you had this Fred Chapman guy already talking, uh, cursing about how this was a, uh, they picked on a poor black man. Jesse's already indicated, you know, I'm a marginalized person because I'm black and I'm gay. I'm going to keep fighting. But the attorney said she never again wants to see the police use the press to convict someone. They do it all the it time. All the, I was just going to say that. You know, they do it all the time. Did she mind when they did it to Donald Trump for two years? How about Kavanaugh? Yeah. I mean, this is nonsense. There's the very same people who were screaming and yelling that, uh, you know, Justice Kavanaugh was a judge when he was uh, on the confirmation seat was that he was guilty of raping multiple women in, uh, you know, his high school days is, you know, they were all for convicting him. But what I'm confused about, I can't wrap my head around it. OK, the charges are dropped. He says just now that I've been truthful and consistent throughout everything. And so... Sticks to the story he was attacked. Yeah, well, he was attacked, but the fact that he asked to be attacked is the, you know, is the thing. He, um, he's sticking to the story that he didn't fake it. Do you think he, he asked to be it. attacked? Or do you, no. Yes, I think he asked to be attacked. Um, and, and I think he got away with it. How about that? You know, and that's not unusual. People get away with crimes who have no money. So people who are, you know, uh, let's see, Lee Daniels says Empire Cast has uh, been through a lot of pain. Uh, that means they're going to take him back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so far the the Empire organization or the, the people that run the show Empire have not had a comment on whether or not they are going to take him back. They wrote him off at the end of the season. But, um, you know, for him saying that he wants to get his career back, he wants to get back to it, that it's been disrupted. Well, who disrupted it? 
Yeah, exactly. But apparently that doesn't matter because if, you know, the the what he intended to do, in my opinion, was to create a um, a social justice situation, just as I believe Colin Kaepernick did that. And, you know, he he's he's not only survived it, but he is going to come out um, looking like he was uh, be- beleaguered, you know, that but- it was done to him because he was black or because he was gay or because the Chicago police are bad. You know, it's he's, margin- crazy. he's marginalized. Yeah, he's a marginalized but person. The attorney said that it's common for them. They're to still keep talking the- to him. He's uh, he's speaking to the press outside as he gets into his car. How do you plan to spend the rest of your day, Jesse? Um, he's going to Subway. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he needs a sub. <laughs> he's going to finally get that damn sub. Yeah. He's um, eat that. Sub. Oh, look, people are taking selfies with him. Sweat. That is so disgusting. Let's take a break. All right, what a what a what a mess. That's all I can say. The prosecutors drop all charges, but we're really not sure how this went down and uh it's uh it's going to be curious little by little it will be unfolded. It's amazing to hear people say that uh, police should never uh try a case in front of the public and that the media uh should not allow that to happen. Um, apparently they didn't feel that way about President Trump being dragged and prosecuted in the court of public opinion over the last three years, really. Um, that was okay. You know, nobody has a problem with that. They only have a problem with some actor who, uh, you know, ends up getting a Subway sandwich and uh, his butt kicked on uh, Chicago Street. That's a, pro- that's a problem. Not the president of the United States being slandered, libeled, smeared, his whole family being, you know, run through the ringer. That's not a big deal. But uh, what can I tell you? No, this is uh, my friend texted me. She said it's uh, black privilege is what we just saw. I'm sorry, but it's true. If Jussie Smollett was not gay and not black, he'd uh, not have had all the charges dropped against him. You know, ask, ask, uh, ask Brett Kavanaugh. You know, how how that works, you know, not being tried in public. Anyway, we're waiting to see if the police or the prosecutor has anything to say, but apparently they don't. Um, so we'll probably uh, stop carrying this story for a minute. Um, Hans von Spakowski has agreed to come on at 1230. I do want to talk about the legal um, side of the special prosecutor and the report that was given. I have, I'm not a lawyer, but I do have a problem with uh, some of the statement that is included in the summary by the uh, special counsel, Robert Mueller. Um, I had no idea that it was part of his job to decide whether or not to exonerate anybody. I thought that his job was to find out if there were any, if there were any reasonable uh, hope for an indictment of someone in the Trump campaign or the president himself and not to exonerate them. That's what juries do, isn't it? And that their job is to either find you guilty or not guilty. Special prosecutor doesn't get to find you guilty or not guilty. He just establishes whether or not there's sufficient reason to press charges. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out when we speak to the legal experts in just a few moments. Um, The 
the celebration that's taking place on one side and the condemnation that's still taking place on the other side. They're accusing the president of taking a victory lap. Well, what the hell did they expect him to do when he was cleared? They'd be taking a victory lap if he wasn't cleared. They'd victory lap. The impeachment trial would be beginning tomorrow in or yesterday in the House of Representatives. So, of course, he's taken a victory lap as well. He should. And so should all of the people who supported him like me. You know, we believed that the president had done nothing in, in collusion with the Russians. And uh, that's exactly what was determined by the special counsel as to whether or not um, he would have survived a trial. They can't, you can't indict a sitting president. And uh, I just listen. Apparently, you can't do to Jesse Smollett what you just did to the president of the United States. They're not having that. Of course, I think it would have cost the president more than 100000 to walk away. All right, welcome back. And I have to first apologize to my guest, Hans von Spakowski from, America, uh, from the Heritage Foundation. I delayed our call three times because as a lawyer, you'll have to explain this to me. They dropped all the charges against Jesse Smollett, but they kept his bond. What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the peculiarities of... Uh, <laughs> of uh illinois law um look i we don't i don't think the prosecutor gave much of an explanation for why the charges were dropped um i i could tell you only what i suspect may may have happened overkill in the charges well yeah yeah look filing a filing a false police report in most places is just a misdemeanor you know it's not a it's not a felony and um you know, I suspect that uh, with his Hollywood connections and the money he makes, he hired a very good lawyer who persuaded the prosecutor that the kind of time and money they would need to spend on a misdemeanor case would be better spent on more serious cases. And I'm not, I, I'm not justifying it, but I'm just saying that may have been what happened. Yeah, it was fascinating, though, watching uh, one of his attorneys say that uh, no case should be tried in the court of public opinion. Uh, everybody should have their day in court. They they certainly didn't seem to feel that way about right. the special prosecutor who we got dragged through three years worth of investigation for the president who it ends up, uh, Hans, no no collusion. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's a very important uh, final outcome because, as you know, uh, President Trump's been saying that from day one, there wasn't any collusion, and now we have a final report from Bob Mueller saying the same thing. And look, no one can argue that this wasn't a thorough investigation. In fact, I, I was frankly astonished at how big it was. Um, th- there's actually a summary in, in the letter that uh, uh, William Barr, the Attorney General, sent to Congress on Sunday. If you can believe it, um, they sent out almost 3,000 subpoenas, yeah. executed nearly 500 search warrants, and uh, interviewed 500 witnesses. So there wasn't a rock left unturned in their investigation of this. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, I think the only time there was a, a lengthier or more intense um, investigation was maybe Iran-Contra. But short of that, nothing compares to this. No, that's true. And, and the other thing that I think uh, people may forget, 
because the mainstream um, press and media virtually ignored these when they came out. Just remember, this is the third report we have about this. Yeah. Both, the, both the U.S. House of Representatives Intelligence Committee and the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee also investigated interviewed many witnesses to see was there any collusion and both of them also issued reports saying they couldn't produce any evidence of, of any kind of collusion. You know what's fascinating to me though is watching that mainstream talking about this today. I mean, you had first and foremost, you had Pulitzer Prizes awarded to the New York Times and the Washington Post yeah. for their incredible coverage of this uh, nothing burger. You know, I think they should give them back personally. But now the now the uh, the refrain is the report may never go public and therefore they're hiding something. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, oh, please. Look, <laughs> if, if, Bob, if Bob Mueller thought that uh, William Barr had not correctly summarized and accurately summarized um, the report, uh, he would be speaking out about it. That didn't happen. The, the thing that for folks to keep in mind is, is basically uh, three things when it comes to public disclosure, okay? And this is something the Justice Department has to guard against and prevent. One, um, under federal law, grand jury material is secret. Right. In fact, it's a, it's, a, it's a criminal violation of law to reveal uh, grand jury materials. I, I, I would assume that almost all of the subpoenas issued were issued by the grand jury. Therefore, they have to go through the report, and they have to remove any information in there that, that is protected by the grand jury secrecy rule. The other thing they have to do is go through and remove anything that bears on national security and could reveal our intelligence methods. We know there has to be material in, like that in there because among the staff that was working the special counsel's office were intelligence analysts. But, but the third thing, and this is really important, is that it is, it is a long-held rule and protocol at the Justice Department nice. that prosecutors not engage in tarring and feathering of of individuals through the pro investigative process. And what I mean by that is, look, if a prosecutor opens up an investigation, mm -hmm. but then decides that, in fact, the person they targeted didn't break the law, and there's not going to be a prosecution, uh, they're supposed to close the case. They are not allowed to and are not supposed to hold a press conference mm -hmm. or issue a report saying, well, we don't think this person violated the law, but uh, we think they're a bad person. We think, uh, you, know, you know, they're not supposed to tar and feather them and damage their reputation. Remember who did that? James Comey yeah, did that about Hillary Clinton. And that's one of the reasons he was fired was because that is, he broke one of the most basic rules at the Justice Department that you don't release derogatory information about someone that you're not going to prosecute. And what the reason this is important is they need to go through this, this report. Yeah. If there's any speculation, if there's any unproven accusations against individuals, all of that needs to be taken out because it's fundamentally unfair to those individuals that they don't, won't have the chance to rebut any uh, accusations made against them in a court of law. Right. And, you know, in, in terms of uh, how much gets shared even with Congress, that's up to the attorney general. It's not up to the president. He's already said, uh, you know, make it public. But uh, that, that's not his call. No, that, that, that's exactly right. And I, 
I think I've used this, this expression, Joyce, but I think the Democrats right now are whistling past the graveyard. Yeah. Because they're trying to keep pushing uh, this idea that, oh, there's something being hidden, there really was collusion. Uh, if they keep pushing this idea, they're going to dig themselves so far so far down in a hole. The political consequences to them are going to be a, a major, because the American people are going to see that for what it is, which is a partisan witch hunt. You know, it's uh, the the worst uh, damaged uh, you know group in all of this is definitely the networks and the and the yeah. uh, print journalists. I mean, you had Jeff Zucker today saying that in spite of a steady stream of conspiracy theory uh, over the last couple of years, that he that they did a good job, that they did what the people wanted. I think the people have rejected that. They now don't believe them at all. Well, well, no, and the fact that he thinks they did a good job shows how frankly, how unprofessional he is. You know, journalists are supposed to investigate and make sure that the reports that they are putting out are are accurate and supported by the evidence. CNN didn't do that. In fact, they they were caught on numerous occasions Mm -hmm. with putting forth reports that turned out not to be true. And if Zucker thinks that that's okay, well, it's no wonder nobody watches his his channel. Exactly. And, you know, you you kind of alluded to this, but should the statement um, that was the summary that was submitted included a statement about I'm not exonerating anybody? I mean, it's not up to a special prosecutor to exonerate anybody. That's up to a jury. Well, yeah, but what that was about was the second part of the report was on this this whole idea that uh, did did the president somehow obstruct uh, justice. And what Mueller decided to do was he said, look, I'm not going to come to any kind of legal conclusion on that because the constitutional issues there are 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 very complicated. He said, I'm just going to lay out the facts on both sides of that. And at the very same time that he said, I'm not exonerating the president. He also said, uh, th- I'm also not accusing him of actually having violated the law and, and engaged in obstruction of justice. He just wasn't taking a position on it. No. What Barr said, he, in essence, he left it up to the attorney general. Okay. And what the attorney general said was that he reviewed all the facts laid out by Mueller in the report on that issue. He consulted with senior Justice Department officials, including Rod Rosenstein, who was the guy who appointed the special counsel, and they decided there wasn't any evidence of obstruction of justice. Yeah, and what do you think about, like, the former head of the CIA who says that he just was uh, relying on bad information? I mean, this is the guy who ran one of the top, uh, you know, law enforcement agencies in the country and is now saying, like, well, I guess my, inf- my, you know, my intel was bad. Uh, that's really not very comforting. Uh, no, it's not, and it 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 brings into question whether he uh, had the professional competence to have held that position. Exactly. Yeah, because I mean, I'm yeah. saying to myself, if you don't, if you can't discern uh, something that's fabricated, like a dossier and all the information that stems from it, what good were you at the helm of that agency? Even even uh, you know, uh, Clapper. I mean, they got a lot to answer for. They went on for years accusing this president of treason. Yeah, I I know, and um, I I would, 
If I was any media executive, I would uh, not ever hire any of those individuals again, like John Brennan, to do commentary on my show because their 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 credibility is completely shot. Exactly. Funny, we haven't heard a word from uh, President Obama or Hillary Clinton in the <laughs> aftermath of this. But if I had my right. druthers, we'd be looking at Susan Rice, Samantha Power, President Obama, Hillary Clinton. Uh, the you know, there's some there there. Well, I, I agree with that, um, and hopefully what is, is going to happen, as you know, Senator Lindsey Graham has said, is we need an investigation mm-hmm. of how this, this uh, electronic surveillance and investigation of an opposition presidential candidate's campaign got started. Who initiated it? How was it supervised? Who in the White House knew about it? And why were they relying on a... Uh, a complete lack of evidence and basically political opposition research. And the people responsible for this need to be held account for that. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Hans von Spakowski. He's uh, an American attorney, a former member of the uh, Federal Election Commission. I have questions about that for a later date as well. And, uh, and of course, he's at the uh, Heritage Foundation's Election Law Reform Initiative. Thanks so much for your time. Sorry we had to keep postponing you. No problem at all. I'll see you. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. All right. We've got to take a quick break, and then we're going to wrap this. Uh, we're going to put this party to bed. The city of Chicago is a banana republic, I'm convinced. Listen to this. The actor who was charged with 16 counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly hiring two men to attack him in a staged hate crime attack near his home in January has reached a deferred prosecution deal with prosecutors that will wipe out the charges against him. Smollett will forfeit the 10000 that he posted for bond. I think it was 100000 wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, on Monday, uh, of course, Mark Garagos, his attorney, was linked to the Avenatti criminal complaints. And Smollett and his attorneys are sticking with the lies about the alleged attack. The Chicago police are furious over uh, State Attorney Kim Fox's decision to drop all charges against Jesse Smollett. State Attorney Kim Fox originally recused herself from the case. She was going to the Oscars. But today, her office dropped all 16 charges against Smollett. The question Chicago police now have... For him is how does Smollett plan to reimburse the city for all the money that was spent on his investigation? The judge sealed the case. I'm sorry. There's something terribly wrong with this story. You know, I'm just saying there was something wrong with it from the get go. And there is something that continues to be wrong with it today. So we'll see. Um, there is absolutely some missing pieces. We'll get Derek on this week to give us uh, both the legal side and the Hollywood side of how this went down because, uh, you know, and to tell us a little bit more about Michael Avenetti and the ridiculous, um, allegations against him. Again, we don't want to convict Mr. Avenetti until he has his day in court, right? Although he did want to convict Brett Brett Kavanaugh. He had that uh, client who claimed that Brett Kavanaugh was spiking punch and then raping women when uh, he was in college or high school, whatever. I can't even remember now. There were so many stories. So, you know, it, it is no problem for me 
to condemn Mr. Avenetti ahead of his opportunity to defend himself since he has no problem attacking and slandering the president of the United States. Just saying, you know, what goes around comes around and what's sauce for the goose. Is that what I say? What's sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander or what's fair to the whatever. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time, I'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. If it be his will and he delays his coming. Thank you, Hobo. Thank you to Hans von Spakowski. But most of all, thank you for listening. God bless you and God bless the United States of America.